and, and I read my own memoir, but the, you know they say, could you take that line again? <laughs> Do you mind taking that line again? So take 262 of, <laughs> of a phrase. I said, I'll never do it again. I was whispering by the end of it. Mary Higgins Clark is also known as Mary Teresa Eleanor Clark uh, Higgins Clark Codheny. And I must say, each of those names has something to offer. Uh, Mary is a graduate of Fordham University as major summa cum laude in uh, philosophy. And I never did ask you, which philosophers were you studying, Mary? Well, pretty much the gamut. You know, the Greek philosophers, of course, and Kierkegaard, and, oh gosh, I'd have to think about them now. But it was a broad range, because philosophy uh, degree also. Uh, is this mic on? I don't know. Can you hear? Yeah. It sounds. It's, yeah. Is it on? Do, I don't think you could be. Let's see. Sorry about that. Hello? That's much yeah. better, isn't right. it? Or is it? Yeah. Oh, maybe down here. That's ah. better. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> but there's a lot of psychology classes within the degree of for philosophy. And the psychology is where I was really interested in the sense of what makes someone tick? Why would someone do that? Why would someone else choose another route? What about jealousy? So you learn so much in psychology. And the overall philosophy, of course, is just a wonderful, mind-stretching degree to have. Now, your children were pretty much grown at that time when you went back to college. Well, it was after I sold Where Are the Children. Patty was still in high school, but she was 16. I had Carol in Mount Holyoke, Dave in Dartmouth, the, other, the two older in law schools. And I had sold Where Are the Children for the princely sum of $3,000. But I realized that I had... I could take the time. Here I'm paying for all these degrees, and I thought I'm the only dope who doesn't have a college degree. Yeah. And I had taken courses over the year, many courses, but it's not the same as holding that degree and really matriculating. So that was when I started, and it took five years at night, because I still had my full-time job the whole time, or virtually yeah. the whole time. And I also wrote A Stranger is Watching and Half of Cradle Will Fall, in those five years. And got some summa cum laude? <laughs> well, yeah. it was fun, though, you know? Yeah. Study is fun. You have also talked about how your, the inspiration for your books becomes with what if, That's as right. well as the, the sort of the trigger that makes you go from there. And in this book, uh, The Shadow of Your Smile uh, has to do with Two things I felt reading it. One is, as I said to you, wills. What is in someone's will if it is to be born, which I mentioned, or issue that is to come? And the other is miracle healing. Uh, where did each of those sort of ideas come that generate into this book? Well, uh, the bishop who married John and me, I'm an I'm a bride of 14 years, I'll have you all know. Uh, I said I finally found a gown that went with gray hair and then was, <laughs> was ready to go. 
but the he invited us to the beatification ceremony of a nun, a Carmelite nun who founded many homes for the aged and infirm. And she was credited with a miracle. One of the nuns, she's been dead for 30 years, one of the nuns' nieces was told that in utero her baby was hopelessly deformed. And the nuns started a crusade of prayer to Mother Angela. And when the baby was born, despite the sonograms, the baby was absolutely normal. So her cause has been sent to the Vatican now for beatification and eventual canonization, meaning that she is worthy of being prayed to, that she literally is a saint. And I was so fascinated by the ceremony, I thought, I wish I could use beatification as part of a of a suspense novel. And I thought, how? And I started with the will. An 82-year-old.